Patterns of happiness are frameworks that always work. They are tools and practices that will bring permanent change to your life for better. We're not looking for temporary solutions. We change and transform. We practice what we preach and we're gonna share it with you here. Be careful because you can become seriously happier today. Today I'm going to talk about something that I consider to be the most important thing in this world. Maybe people could say that money is the major thing, or love is the main thing, or that freedom is the main thing, freedom is the main value they have. But in my opinion, in every situation we get, clarity is the most important thing that can help us be happy and happiness by itself can be of two kinds a happiness of a fool where one lies to himself and just hopes for the better but he knows subconsciously that what he is into is not really as good as it is and Already some problems may be there, but he just hopes that they will not touch him in any, that they will not disturb him in any way either. So I'm always looking for happiness, but this happiness has to be a clean one. It has to be transparent. I really have to know that it comes out of my clarity and not being delusional about anything. Have you heard about people saying that they were betrayed or people saying that somehow they were so true and so open and then they got hit? I really don't believe in these kind of situations because I believe that if it happens then this person wasn't true to himself, to herself, at a certain moment, and that's why he got there. I will sh- One of the biggest lessons I had about clarity and truth happened to me when I was a teenager. I lived, I still lived in Kiev, and we had this ping pong table in the yard. And it was a table that everyone wanted to play at from the neighborhood houses too. So every evening at least 20 people were playing at this table. And there was certain street fairness about that game, which means that you stayed and you played tennis if you won. So, I wasn't that good at ping pong. I mean, I wasn't that bad either, but among my peers, there were those who played much, much better than I did. And um, every time I lost, I would need to wait for at least 40 minutes and sometimes up to two hours 
to get the next chance to play ping pong. And I must tell that those were still the days when there was no internet or anything like that. So all the entertainment, all the fun was in the yard with those guys. And if everyone was playing tennis, that meant that everyone was there and there were no other games available. Yeah, so I was playing with that cool guy and I was losing. And when I lost, I lost the last score. For some reason, he counted and he said that this score was actually mine. And it turned out that nobody was really watching, we were just playing, so he was the only one counting. And I knew that it wasn't my score. I knew that I lost the game and I just should get down and just sit on the bench and watch all the other boys and girls play and just hope that they (laughs) lose fast. So I had this in mind but I decided that, yeah, maybe I was really winning. Maybe I won that one score. So what happened next? In reality, I lost the next score too. But he counted as if I was winning. And then I won the whole game. So it allowed me to play this game twice. And I didn't know, I didn't understand what was happening. I I thought maybe, maybe I was really winning. But I guess you already understand that I was just really delusional. And it turned out that this guy was making fun of me. And when I won that second time, but actually I lost, he started laughing at me. And at that moment, it turned out that all these 20 people, 20 peers from my yard, everyone who knew me, they were laughing at me too. And it was so painful and devastating because I actually led to this moment by myself. I created this situation by myself. Yes, sitting and waiting was emotionally frustrating, but definitely it wasn't as tough as being laughed at and being called delusional and being called a liar too. So some of them thought, okay, maybe something is wrong with his hat, but others understood that, yeah, maybe he was lying. But I was even in the worst situation because I was lying to myself, which never worked for me in the future, but also didn't work for me that one time. Have you ever been in a situation when you had a lot of fun at home? And maybe not at home, it doesn't matter where it happened, but you wouldn't prepare for the exams or for the test or for anything at all. 
But then you still would hope for the better. You would just have your fingers crossed and I would think, okay, maybe I should pray and God will hear me. And when God hears me, he will definitely give me a good mark. Have you ever been in such a situation? I mean, when I was studying at school, at university, that's something I experienced for many times. And that's the habit that I quit when I started working. And when every mistake of mine cost money. So, yeah, I think... Work is a much better environment for learning because your mistakes cost you money. <laughs> so then the day would come and you would hear the results from the test. And there you are sitting with C or D or maybe you failed the test and you got an F. And you understand that those prayers didn't work. But then the next time comes and you still pray. But you must understand that this is not about prayers. This is about, this is about your attitude and also about being in touch with reality. I remember many times at university when I got F or D... And even though I did, I would still repeat and would behave the same way next time, fooling myself around. And that's what happened to me when I was in my first relationship. For the first time in my life, I was with someone who, who loved me, or maybe not loved me, I didn't know, but cared for me. And... I would behave in a weird way, I would neglect her, and I would expect that this would be reflected on my relationship at all. So when this girl left me, and uh, she left actually for another country, which was tough, for some time I blamed her, and I thought, oh... She was a bad girl. <laughs> and I would, would say bad things about her as well. But, you know, I was still a teenager. I was just starting. I, I, these were my first lessons. But it took me some time. It took me several years to take full responsibility for how I behaved. And especially for what I felt. So now, my only mantra is... I want to know the truth. I want I want to have a clear vision. I want to see clearly what's happening. I want to know what's happening to make the right decision. To act upon reality. Not about my ideas, my delusions. Because that's exactly what usually happens to us. We act not based on the reality, but upon what we think reality is. 
And usually these are two different situations. These are two different realities. Ask yourself, what is real? Always ask yourself, what is real? If you feel very emotional, if you feel scared, if you feel anxious, frustrated, just anything, ask yourself, what is real? And if you were wrong and these feelings were caused by what you did, by your actions or inactions, then for sure you need to do something different. You need to correct that mistake or that behavior. You need to fix this situation with someone. One of the hardest things to teach your child is for your child to accept his mistakes. Because this is something you can only do by setting your own example, by telling your baby that, oh, I'm sorry, in this situation I thought that it was so, but I was mistaken, and in no way I wanted to harm you or upset you, so I, I was wrong, but it happens, I'm sorry for that. And for grown-ups, it's especially hard to accept that they were mistaken, that they were wrong. And I'm one of those guys, and it took me years to start accepting my mistake immediately and saying, oh, I was wrong. Maybe sometimes I wouldn't say that I'm sorry, because sometimes I'm not sorry. <laughs> this is my truth. But I accept that I was wrong, and this is good enough sometimes. Sometimes I need to accept and also to say that I'm sorry, because I had no intention to harm or to make anyone feel like crying. <sighs> Live hackers, always be true to yourself. Always do what's right. Even if it feels painful. And it concerns and it relates to every single part of your life, to your relationship with your loved ones and also with yourself. <sighs> hmm. <laughs> That's the end of this rant today. Thank you for listening to me. Please leave your comments, leave your feedback, leave some stars if you like this podcast. I read your comments and I leave your feedback and it's important for me because then I see that what I share touches you and it's important for you. Thank you and you will hear from me soon. We're also going to have some amazing guests somewhere in the future. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye.